Welcome to Real Estate Gold Crushers with Laurie Finkelstein Reader. Get ready to propel your business forward with meaningful tips, insight, and advice from the biggest names in the industry. Let's get to it. Hey everybody, it's Lori Finkelstein Reader, and I just want to welcome you to Table Talk Live today. This is an extra exciting day because the one and only, someone who I consider, to me, he's a game changer in the real estate space, and someone who I consider a friend, someone I admire so much, and that's none other than Kyle Whistle. Uh, who you're going to get to hear from in just a minute. Just want to remind all of you real estate agents, people who are super experienced or you're thinking about getting into real estate, that's why Table Talk Live was born. It was born so that I could bring to you what I was gifted when I got into the real estate space, and that is being surrounded by amazing people like Kyle Whistle. Um, you guys, you can feel free to follow me at my new personal Instagram. It's at Lori Finkelstein Reader. You guys, they kicked me off the business Instagram because they said I like to post lots of fun things. So I have my own Instagram now. Um, so without further ado, I want to introduce to you my friend, Kyle Whistle. Kyle is an incredible team leader. He is out of the San Diego area. I know you guys already know who he is, but I want to intro him anyway. Um, he is the team leader of the Whistle Realty Group. And um, that is of EXP. I love all my EXPers. And um, we're going to talk about a lot of fun things today. But one of the things, Kyle, first, I just want to say welcome and thank you. I know you are one of the busiest guys I know. Um, I want to say thanks for blessing us with being here today. I appreciate it. I think your Instagram handle should have been Lori the Legend Reader, but That's we'll go right. Finkelstein in the middle. We'll roll with it. I it's going to do, but it should be Lori the Legend. You're so sweet, Kyle. I mean, what a long name I have, but you know what? Like, I just can't let go of it. It's just my heritage, you know, my dad, and um, it means a lot to me. But man, say that name 10 times fast. <laughs> it's a hard one. Um, you guys, Kyle's group has done, okay, write this down, over 3,000 transactions and over a billion dollars in real estate, which made it really easy for me to come up with my very first question for Kyle. And that was, how in creation did you get where you are today? Loaded. Yeah. <laughs> it's really easy because um, I've done a lot of studying and a lot of analysis on this. And people ask a lot, like, what makes the difference between like an average agent and, and what you do or what, what I do? And honestly, it's implementation. That's the number one thing. That's where everybody screws it up is they go to a big conference, right? Whether it be their company conference or a big coach conference. And they walk away with like this book this thick and there's notes and notes and pages and pages of notes. And then they go home and they set that book on a desk and never to be seen again. Yeah. Right. They, they maybe use it once to like hold paper down or, or something, but like they never actually open the book up and do anything with all the content they consume for that like three or four day event. Like I that's where people screw up. I love that you just hit the word implementation because honestly, I hadn't thought of that. And that might be a game changer for people who are saying, you know, how did you guys achieve this success? Why does this agent sell X? And why does this agent, you know, are they able to accomplish this? 
And I think you just hit the nail on the head. It's because they're actually doing the activities. You know, um, I actually went to your Be Different conference and you were nice enough to let me speak and share at your conference. And I want to just give a little advice on how to handle that since you're talking about implementation. You guys, when you're attending a conference, whether it's virtual or in person, and let's guess that for sure in the next six months, we will be back to in person, um, that you leave that conference with a couple of things that you're committed to implementing, right? You know, don't do what Kyle's talking about. Don't make it a paperweight. Um, so how then from an implementation standpoint, like give us a couple tips, like what you did to, you know, you go to a conference or you, you get off the phone with your coach or you get to sit in one of those amazing rooms you sit in. Like, how did you put it in motion? Because I think a lot of agents are stuck. For sure. So, I mean, where I'm at now, I get to do a lot of delegation, which is nice. So we just finished, we do a mastermind with our group at eXp every Monday. And so I literally just finished that right before hopping on here. And one of the things was we're trying to figure out like, what can we do for client events during COVID? Because client events have always been a huge part of our business. So our last one was like the week before everything got shut down and we had rented out a movie theater and did a really fun event. And so on our mastermind today, I was just getting ideas from other people of what are you guys doing? Like, what the, what can we do in this world to still bring our clients together, show our appreciation for them and get a little FaceTime? Um, and so somebody brought the idea of doing a drive-in movie theater. And I was like, holy shit, I have one that's like two miles away from my office. So immediately before the mastermind's even over, I'm already messaging my assistant and tasking him with figuring out how can we rent it and how soon can we get it rented for an event before the mastermind's even over. Right. So I think that's the key is you've, you've got to just implement immediately. Like if there are, if you're in a room with a lot of really smart people and somebody brings up a really good idea, don't even like second guess it, just go, right? Like trust the people around you, the people that you surround yourself with, because that would be another you know big tip of how to get to where I am is I've surrounded myself with people that are at you know the level where I want to get to. Um, if you're in that room, if you get that opportunity and somebody makes that suggestion, just go blindly. Like, don't don't second guess it. Don't try to talk yourself out of it because that's what most of us do. Like, well, I mean, what's it going to cost me to rent the movie theater? Like, well, I mean, are there any new movies that are coming out? Well, I mean, I don't know if my clients are going to be into that. I don't. I mean, I'm not going to get a lot of FaceTime. Shut up. Just do it. Like, don't talk yeah. yourself out of it. Right. Because people find it, it's easier to talk themselves out of it than to just blindly charge forward and do it. And I think that's where the mistake is, is everybody just tries to find outs, tries to find reasons to not do things. Yeah. As opposed it's to just like, charging forward and doing them. Right. What is the saying? It's shoot, fire, aim, right? Yeah. Ready, like, fire, stop, aim. Yeah. yeah. Stop getting ready to get ready. No, I agree with you, Kyle. I'm the same way, you know, and I think a lot of agents, they get stuck in the details. Forget the details. When you guys know there's something that you can implement, you will figure out the details. Trust me when I tell you. That is super awesome. Okay, so um, so you've grown this big business, um, and you you talked just a second ago about you know depending on the rooms you're sitting in, the masterminds you're sitting in. One of the reasons I love hanging out with you, Kyle, is because I know when I get in your room, I'm going to learn something. Man, am I going to learn something? And my passion is implementation right, is hear it, 
you know, make it happen. I'm like you fire off, call your assistants, text messaging, my poor team. If I hear an idea, they're all like, oh my God, what's she doing now? <laughs> you know, so it's, it's pretty constant, but to get to where you are, I know you like myself, you got to hit a lot of walls, lots of challenges. Um, what would you say were some of the things that you weren't expecting that you hit as a new business when you started growing your business and how did you overcome those? Yeah, I would say the biggest one when you go from being a solo agent to building a team is you try to hire people who are just like you. And when they won't do what you do, you get really frustrated with them. Um, you have to understand when you build a team that if you try to find somebody who is just like you and, and has the same exact intensity and mindset and, and will implement at the same level that you do, you're not going to find them. Those are called unicorns. They don't exist. If they do exist, they're running their own teams. So the sooner you accept that you've got to like, if you're going to replace yourself, right? Like I think at one point I did over a hundred units doing, I don't know what that was like 50 million in volume by myself. Um, you're not going to find somebody else that you can just hand it off to and they're going to do 50 million for you. Like it's not going to work that way. It might, might, might take two, it might take three, it might take four people to do what you've done on your own. And the sooner you understand that, I think the better off that you're going to be um, because I've tried unicorn hunting for so long and you just got to understand you're not going to find people who are exactly like you. If there was somebody just like you, they'd run their own team. So when you're you're recruiting team members, you're starting to build out a team, you've got to have a realistic expectation for what that person's going to do. And it's not going to be exactly what you did just because you did it a certain way, just because you put in seven, 12 hour days every week. Don't expect the person you bring in to do the same thing. I think having realistic expectations as you grow a team, I think is crucial. Having an understanding of how to approach people when they're not hitting expectations is really, really crucial because you never know what somebody's going through. Um, a couple months ago, I sent out, there were like four people on my team who were kind of struggling. And this is my favorite line in the world. It's just like, hey, I've, I've just you know been keeping an eye on things and um, I want to check in. Is everything okay? Like that's my favorite line in the world as a team leader. Is everything okay? Yeah. Because guess what? Out of those four, I got... One person whose wife was in a really bad auto accident is bedridden 23 out of the 24 hours a day. I got another one that was a girl who had a got pregnant, had a miscarriage. And I got another girl whose boyfriend beat her and she had to move out. Wow. If I came at those three and was like, what's wrong with you? Why aren't you making your calls? Like, why aren't you following up? I mean, think about how much damage that would have done. I mean, they're in, in fragile states of mind. Yeah. But instead of coming from curiosity and, and caring about them, it changes everything. So I would just encourage you as you're growing a team, if somebody is missing the mark, never come at people like, why aren't you doing this? Or what's wrong with you? Or are you stupid? Because don't get me wrong, I, that thought is in my head all the time. But I don't come out that way. I, I always want to come from curiosity and just find out what's going on, what's holding them back. And so genuinely asking, hey, is everything okay? Is yeah valuable line I have found as a team leader in working with my team members. So critical. Um, you know, you started off when I asked you the question, you talked about don't try to hire yourself because it's a unicorn, right? Um, how did you 
what what did it take to figure out what the right avatar was, the right human being for for the Kyle Whistle group, right? Because you know we all have a little bit of a different flow going on, and you know different. Uh, we're just we're just all different, and I think that it took me years to learn what that real avatar was. I you know I, I didn't have those tools back then. What would you say? Um, how did you figure that out? Yeah, so I, I screwed it up really badly in the beginning. Um, so I got into residential. I, I started in commercial and I moved to residential during REO and short sales, um, mainly because I saw opportunity. Everybody else was freaking out and like the world's going to end. And I was like, you idiots, like go build relationships with the banks. Like right. they're foreclosing on all these houses. Like whoever has the relationship gets the listings. Right. Um, and then same thing with short sales is like, yeah, short sales are really hard. It's a lot of work. So let me figure out how to do short sales and let me go help a ton of people avoid foreclosure and those that don't get helped and they're going to turn into REOs and I, and I can help people there. Um, so I got into the residential side during that, that crazy downturn, um, which a lot of people think like that, that's crazy. Why, why would you do that? But I did. Um, and so what ended up happening for me is I started to get a ton of listings from all of these different sources. And I got to the point where like, I just couldn't handle any more. Um, in the beginning, I, it was, was so bad. Like I, I lost a lot of money early on, which is why when you start, if you're brand new, start on a team. So you don't make a lot of these mistakes. Like every new agent should put in at least two years on a team. A high, like if you're down in South Florida, like hit Lori up. If you're in <laughs> Southern California, hit me up. Like yeah. you need to be on a team to start. Yeah. Because and I think the, you bring that up is it's critical that we talk about that because I hear from people, you know, now it's becoming common. Now we're getting to the point where that that's like the option, right? Yeah. But imagine you're a brand new agent, you know, you need to make money. You have no clue what you're doing. Um, I love what you just said. Get on a team for two years, you know, yeah. figure it out. If you decide you want to build a team from there, go build a team, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I don't know how people do it on their own. Go ahead. So here's what I did is I started getting all these listings and I got to the point, there was no way I could service both the listings and all the buyers that were coming in from the listings. So I reach out to my buddy who owns a brokerage. I'm like, Hey, I got all these leads coming in, uh, but I just don't have time to work them. Can I just send them over to you? And then if you guys can convert them to send me like 25%, he's like, sure. No problem. <laughs> Once a week, I would download a list of all the leads that came in and I would email the list over to him and just say, Hey, if you close something from it, shoot me a referral fee. It's like, holy shit. I mean, we we're generating like hundreds of leads a week. It was so bad. Um, so needless to say that didn't work. <laughs> so the next thing I did was I was like, I had a couple buddies who were agents and I was like, Hey, if, if I give you guys all these leads, like, and you convert them, just, you know, throw me a referral fee on it. But I did nothing to like coach them, train them, mentor them, no scripting, no role right. playing. I had no idea. I was just like, here's leads go. Yeah. That didn't work. You know how that turned out. So, <laughs> yeah, that was the both of those strategies made me a whole lot of nada. Um, so I was like, all right, this isn't working. So then what I did is I was sitting around on a Black Friday and I had an office the size of this space I'm in right now. It's like a 12 by 12 space. Um, and I, it was me and an assistant. I was sitting around and um, Dell had a sale on computers and they were like 200 bucks for a whole computer. I was like, you know what? It's time to go big. Like, let's actually build a team. Let's do this. And so I bought 10 computers. And again, I was in a 12 by 12 office. And then I was like, okay, I got 10 computers. I need an office. So then I went, I found an office and I was like, all right, I got 10 computers. I got an office and I, I got like over 2000 square feet. I got a big office. And I was like, all right, now I need people. I got to fill this thing up because it's a big office and there's nobody in here. 
So I, I mean, it basically what it was like to get a loan in like the mid 2000s was what it was like to get hired onto my team. Like here's a mirror, fog it, you're hired. Um, that was it. So I hired anybody and everybody because I just wanted to fill seats, right? Because I had all this space and all this money invested. I, I just wanted people. Man, I lost well over six figures that first year because we were spending more time doing tech support than we were anything else because I hired people that were 19 to 119. And we're super techie. Like we're, I used to hack computers when I was like 10 years old. Like I'm as techie as they come. And I got people who can't even log into their freaking Gmail account. And I'm trying to teach them how to use, you know, at that time we were using Boomtown, like trying to teach them how to use an advanced real estate CRM when they don't even know how to log into their freaking Gmail account. Like it was ridiculous. So needless to say, I made no money. I lost a lot of money that first year, um, but I learned a really, really valuable lesson in the importance of understanding your culture and the right avatar that is going to fit within that culture. Um, and my culture is I have a much better understanding of today than them, but I still, that was when I first got to really grasp it and understanding like who is the right agent for our group. Well, we were so damn tech savvy, so innovative with what we were doing. I needed younger agents. I needed young agents who were super tech savvy and that were really, really hungry because we had a ton of leads coming in. So people who saw the value in leads, but knew what to do with those utilizing the technology. Um, so we went from 82 deals the first year I had a team to 242 deals the following year, just by hiring the right people onto our team. Yeah, it's really amazing. Um, I too struggled with the avatar, believe me, and who was going to be the right fit. And I think for everybody who is watching now or watches later on the podcast, um, please know that, you know, there are so many variations and you've got to find the right team, the right fit, if you will, for you, right? It's not a one size fits all. It just isn't. And like you, Kyle, it took me years, you know, um, like you, you know, I would, would love to tell you that one of my favorite things about myself is that I, my claim to fame is failing, falling on my face and picking myself back up and figuring it out. So um, it's really wonderful too. It's very freeing, and it's incredible the growth that you have when you identify the right avatar versus somebody they'll call me they'll say you know i decided to form a team i get this all the time kyle i decided to form a team and i went out and i just hired like 10 of my friends and you know we're starting a team you know um so i, I tell everybody if you're going to start a team first and foremost you need to ask yourself every day seven days a week what's my value and why would someone want to work with me and two, just be clear about who is going to be a good fit for you. Because I feel like we owe that to them as much as we owe it to ourselves. We don't want to mess with people's lives. Okay, well, really excited. Yeah, everybody hires like friends and family members, which yeah. is just a huge mistake. Yeah, it doesn't typically work out when you go and hire your 10 best buddies. That, that to me, that's a party. <laughs> right. uh, so... There's something that you're super passionate about. I'm also passionate about it. And um, you have an incredible course called MediaMayorMastermind.com. Kyle, you guys, is a whiz when it comes to video. Um, I'm one of his stalkers. I literally stalk your video. I'm obsessed with it. I watch all of it. There's not a time you don't cut a video where I don't pick up a nugget. I don't care what it is. I'm like, I'm getting something out of this. So um, for those of you, you who have interest in video, I want Kyle to dive in and talk about 
why it's working, why it's necessary, and just just give us your video expertise, please. Yeah, so I've had a full-time videographer for six years now. Uh, I now have three uh, three-person media team built out. So they shoot all of our photos and our videos. Um, so if you're watching this, if you're a solo agent, you're probably like, holy shit, that's like way over my head. I couldn't even imagine that. That's fine. Um, because in all honesty, I shoot way less videos with them now and way more videos with this thing. The majority of my videos that I shoot today are on this little iPhone. Um, so don't think that you need fancy you, you don't need a videographer you don't need fancy cameras you don't need fancy lighting you don't need fancy anything all you need is a fancy arm that can hold a camera and point it at your face or it can even just be a webcam right you could just have a webcam that's uh oops let's see i don't know how that's ringing uh you could just have a webcam that is on your computer and you could just be shooting videos, just like the webcam that I'm using right now. This is perfectly fine. You don't need anything else. Like you should not have to spend any money to get started in videos. Because here's what I found, even though in six years and we've shot thousands of videos and had millions of views on our videos, the videos today, they are the most effective videos are one-to-one -one videos. And when I say one-to-one, -one, that's the video where it's just me shooting a video to Lori saying, Hey, Lori, thanks so much for having me on Table Talk today. It was really, really cool. I love that sweet fireplace background that you have. Uh, I love the way you put the operation together. And it, it just meant a lot that you thought of having me on the show today. I really, really appreciate it. That's it. So there's, I'm already doing it now, Lori, so I don't have to send it after. Um, that video is gold. Like, that's a killer video. Or, hey, Lori, I saw on Facebook that it's your birthday today. You're probably gonna get like a million people who are gonna you know, shoot you happy birthday messages, but rather than just shooting you a message like everybody else, I just wanted to shoot a video for you because you mean a lot to me. And, and I felt that you were, you know, I wanted to really show you how much you mean to me and uh, wanna wish you a happy birthday. I hope you have an amazing birthday. I know this is gonna be one of those birthdays you never forget here in COVID land, right? We're never gonna forget how we celebrated our COVID birthday. Um, but just wanna let you know, I'm thinking about you. Can't wait to see you at the next event. Have an awesome day. Period. Like those videos, if you want to know the number one video to shoot right now, it's that. Like that one-to-one -one happy birthday video. It's the number one video there is right now. It's the highest performing video you will ever shoot in your entire career. And the beautiful thing is we work with this little technology, really advanced. Some of you guys might have heard of it called Facebook. And every day, Facebook emails me and tells me whose birthdays it is. It also, in my feed, my notifications, shows me whose birthdays it is that day. Um, so all you gotta do is just go on there and shoot and you don't need anything. Again, you're doing this from your phone. I shoot them when I'm on the way to work. My car drives itself and I just shoot videos real quick. Um, and the beauty with Facebook Messenger is the maximum length of a video is 30 seconds. And so you're just shooting quick 30 second videos, just wishing people happy birthday. It's amazing. So, what we've done in this Media Mayor Mastermind class is we've basically taken everything that we've learned over the last six years. We're gonna teach you the basics, like what I just taught, and we're gonna go to the really advanced stuff of going out and shooting community videos, um, which we call the Media Mayor Strategy, or Gary Vee calls Digital Mayor, um, where we go and shoot videos with different um, restaurants within the community, different historical societies in the community, different nonprofits in the community, and we'll go into the more detailed strategy of how we go and shoot those kinds of videos. 
Uh, if you want to look at the stuff we shoot, we have a YouTube page. It's called Everything East County, Everything East County. And you can check out some of the stuff we do there. The last one we did was like lions, tigers and bears. And I got to go hang out um, with all these like giant wild cats. It was like being in an episode of Tiger King. Um, <laughs> and so what's cool is we showcase all these cool things in our community. So we're establishing ourselves as a local expert. And then at the same time, we're building relationships with these business owners which right in most uh, areas, the business owners are the people that have the most money and the most connections. So now I'm you know, building a solid relationship with a local business owner, and then I'm showcasing their business to the community. And the community is like, wow, this guy's the local expert. And this person over here is like, wow, this person got a lot of eyeballs on my business. Now I'm a hero to both of those people. And now I'm building my brand to where like today, I just got a text message from somebody in my neighborhoods like, hey, I live over on uh, so-and-so street. We're looking to sell our home. Can you call me? Like, I'm not even competing, right? Like they're just, hey, you're the you're guy, right? I'm like, it's forget. Kyle, I got to interrupt you really quick and tell you, I will never forget the first video I saw you do from a local restaurant. It blew my mind wide open. I thought to myself, how can people not believe in video when it's just because they're scared to get started and implement I love that you have this course because I feel like I don't know what how how people in real estate are going to do without video. You know, I mean, it's necessary. And for most for the most part, it's free. It's free. You know, um, a lot of agents that put this excuse in front of them. They're like, well, I don't have the money to get started. I'm like, well, there's so many things you can do for free. Video is one of them. So um, this is really, really exciting that you have this course. And um, where's the best place if people want to question, you know, have questions for you on it or send you a private message? Is it just at Kyle Whistle on Instagram? Yeah, you can. Uh, there's a link in my bio. So if you just hit the link in my Instagram bio, um, it'll link you up to the Media Mayor Mastermind course. And then also you could subscribe to like our podcast, YouTube channel, all of that stuff as well. Okay. Um, so all of that's through the link in my bio. Awesome. Um, I pray that every agent gets the courage to start video. It will change your life. It's completely changed our business. Um, and if you feel like you need that push, definitely dive in and check out Kyle's course. Um, so my favorite question, my last question, and what I get the most feedback on is um, if you could give an agent today one piece of advice. And, um, you know, Kyle, even though an agent may have already been doing this for two to five years, to be honest with you, um, real estate's so different today. And it will be very different in the next six to 12 months. So I think the piece of advice is going to apply to everybody. What would be that Kyle Whistle piece of advice? Um, quit paying attention to all the noise. Quit worrying about what Zillow's doing. I think there's some news about, you know, Josh team leaving Keller Williams today. Like quit worrying about all that because none of that affects you. None of that affects your database. So the piece of advice is block out all the noise and focus on your freaking database. Focus on having meaningful relationships with everybody in your database. Yeah. Who is that? That's everybody who's in your sphere, right? Everybody you know, people you went to school with, uh, people that are your friends, your social your network, everybody that you know. Those are all of your past clients. And then those are all of your leads. Focus on your own database, like quit worrying about all that other stuff. Does Zillow buying showing time, is that going to affect your database? No. Josh <laughs> team leaving Keller Williams, is that going to affect No. 
quit worrying yeah. about all of that stuff and just focus on building meaningful relationships with everybody in your database. That will feed you for the rest of your life. Yeah. Um, you saying to block out the noise. Um, I have not had anyone give that advice. And quite honestly, that might be the most spot on thing I have heard in a while, because reality is, like you just said, who cares who Zillow buys? Who cares if Josh team is leaving Keller Williams? They're not paying your bills. They are not in charge of your activities. They're not in charge of your database. Listen to what Kyle's saying. Listen to what I'm sharing with you guys. You decide if you win or if you don't. If you win, it's because you did the work. And if you don't win, it's because you did not do the work. There's how many millions of people in each one of our markets? To me, they can all be your client. It's going to be the person who is going to do the activities, the calling, sending private notes, door knocking. Apparently, I hear door knockings back, right? You know, I mean, I ju just heard this. Um, so I love that, Kyle. I love that you say block out the noise. Um, that's been a game changer, honestly, for me in the last two years, because you can get really caught up on the hundred things that are going on in the real estate space per day. But at the end of the day, does it really affect you? I mean, if right. they're not paying my bills, I'm not paying attention, period, end of the story, right? Um, but I really appreciate what you just shared. Um, Kyle, for me, it's just been an absolute honor and a pleasure. Um, you guys, this will be on my podcast, which is Real Estate Gold Crushers. You can wa watch it on anywhere you like to watch podcasts. Uh, doesn't matter. It'll be everywhere. Um, and Kyle, honestly, uh, I mean this from my heart, my friend. You inspire me daily. I do um, learn a lot from you. And um, I'm so proud of you and your squad and what you've done with EXP. Um, you guys were some of the early innovators and I'm a fan, you know, I'm a fan. And um, I'm just really proud of you more than anything. Like what I've watched you do is you're not only heading to the top, but you got a lot of people tucked under your wing that you're taking with you. And um, you care deeply about the real estate space and the people in it. And you guys are, are givers and I'm, I'm proud to call you a friend. I'm selective about my friends. You guys know I love everybody, but when I call you friend, it's it's different for me. So I thank you so much for uh, sharing on Table Talk Live. And um, I can't wait till I can see you in person again, hopefully soon. I know. It's been way too long. We will definitely have a fun cocktail together. Yes, we will. We will. So listen, have a great day. And thank you. And everybody who took the time out to watch. And those of you who will see it on recording, um, have a great day, guys. Take care. Thank you so much for listening to Real Estate Gold Crushers with Laurie Finkelstein Reader. If you have a question for Laurie, then reach out to us and leave a message on our Real Estate Gold Crushers Facebook page. Don't forget to hit subscribe too wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a review and rate the show. It helps get the word out to more people. And for more great content, follow Laurie Finkelstein Reader on Instagram, YouTube, and LinkedIn, and Real Estate Gold Crushers on Facebook. 